Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Who will take the shot? Will he make a bigger impact? Here in Chapel Hill, freshman Austin Rivers with a three at the buzzer to win it for Duke. And this place is in stunned silence. That's courtesy of ESPN. That is uh, almost exactly 12 years ago. <laughs> February, I believe the February 8th. Mm. It was 2012, though. And that was Austin Rivers winning the game for Duke at Chapel Hill. Now, Jeremy, while we plan that, you know they play tomorrow night. Yep. Tomorrow, by the way, tomorrow has a great slate. There are three top ten matchups, I think, or close to it, depending on which poll you're looking at. Is that still appointment-setting television, Duke Carolina? Uh, for me, it is. It's like For me, it's always going to be because I love that rivalry, right. especially when it's at Cameron. Um, because of the crazies there, like I think it, both both environments are incredibly fun to watch games at, um, and and I so yeah for me it is, but I, I totally get where you're going. Do with you this. think? Do you think it's, it, it's what it used to be? No, because like a lot of these, uh, some of the stars fade. Like UNC is a good team. We've seen them. It's not that long ago, right? Or or all my years running together that they've they've made a couple of runs in the postseason. Um, Duke, the same thing, but uh, but yeah, no more Coach K. No, like, do we have the rivalry with the coaches anymore? I don't think so. Do we have that feel? Like, maybe that's part of it that Coach K's gone now, and it's like it doesn't have the same feel because I, as much as, as much as I appreciate him and I like him, I know a lot of people don't. Uh, he is a very easy to not like guy. If that's Ooh, it. Coach, Coach K? K, yeah, for fans. I, look, you're a basketball guy. I love him, but if you don't. All the rat face stuff I, I and the crying I, I, and I all that. Him. Yeah, people I hate him. I love Coach K. I did. I, I, I have no – hey, Duke, love Coach K. But you're different. You're really different. <laughs> weird. I just uh, – to me, I remember when you used to circle your calendar. I don't care who you were a fan of. I care who. You knew when Maryland you – know, you knew when Duke Carolina played. I bet you that some people – I just said, you know, they play tomorrow. It's at 630, right? Yep. They played tomorrow. Some people, more people said, oh, I didn't know that than would have said 10 years ago. <laughs> Honestly, when that game that we just played was aired, I guarantee you it was more pizzazz back then, more like, anticipation than I, it is right now. I, I'll, I'll um, co-sign on this just because, like, if we would have, before you brought up Duke and UNC played this weekend, how many people listening do you think knew that? Uh, that's my point. Because in years past, that would have been something where we were talking the about. Game. Yeah. The game. That was the game. Listen. They're and they playing. are a top 10 matchup. They're, they're a top 10 matchup they're, this week. Like, yes, the two teams haven't fallen. That's, that's a crazy thing. When's the last time they matched up one another both in the top 10? Yeah. You know what I mean? This is the weekend of no football. This should be the number one sport. This used, 
Ten years ago, this would have been the number one sporting event of the weekend. Yep. It's been all the talk. You get, I mean, it's perfect timing for television. No football weekend, Duke Carolina. But it's not. It's not the talk of town like it used to be. Well, here's the other part of that, too. So let me let me go to the top 25 with the games that we have this weekend. So it really is, I mean, getting out and about and watching these games uh, going to be a fun weekend. But you also had, like, Duke-UNC, that's seven versus three. Iowa State Baylor's 12 versus 18, and Tennessee Kentucky's 5 versus 10 this weekend. So if you're a college basketball fan, great games. But wouldn't you say that, like, if I were talking about Duke UNC would be the cream of the crop? Yep. But honestly, I think there might be a better game, you know, with Houston, Kansas. That I'll might say, be yeah. a more Houston, fun Houston, Kansas is a big one as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. That I might th- be a better game. I think Tennessee Kentucky's going to be a good one. Yep. That's going to be a good well, one. Well, Kentucky's fun, man. They they can score. Like It's just it's crazy to watch them play, but they've had some hiccups this year where it's like, I don't know if I trust them in the postseason. Um, oh, no, 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 no. That's not a postseason game. No, I, I agree with you. I wouldn't I don't mess with them in the postseason. I'm just saying, like, from what I've seen from them thus far, you know. Can I tell you this, my confession? John Calipari, back in the day, was one of my favorite coaches. The more I see him and the more I know about coaching, the less I respect John Calipari. I got to be honest with you. The more I respect guys like Bill Self, the more I respect guys like Tom Izzo. But John Calipari's fallen off on me. You know who else is going to be a phenomenal coach? The kid, that, the guy Duke. What's his name? Um, uh, John Shire. Shire. I think he's going to be a phenomenal coach, yeah. man. I think he's going to be. He runs some stuff, man. If you watch Duke... He runs some stuff on well, offense. That's what's fun is like when you start to realize from a basketball standpoint, and we, you and I had, we have conversation about this all the time because I think there's three different types of coaches: the ones that can recruit, the ones that have X's and O's, and the ones that can do, do both. both. Yep. And when you find one that can do both, it's special. And I always had questions about uh, Calipari. I never had questions about Coach K in this realm. Like, can you recruit? Yep. yep. Can you coach? Yep. And there's a lot of guys. Bill Self falls into that. Yep. Um, I mean, there's a lot of... I think Tom Izzo falls in that because Tom Izzo recruits differently. He recruits for my fit. You, you know else? my fit. I'm not... Yeah, that guy's the number one. Hey, he doesn't fit what I'm doing, though. He doesn't fit my culture. You know who else falls into that? And I hate saying it because he's a dirty-ass coach. It's Kelvin Sampson. Kelvin Sampson. Yep. S- incredibly smart coach in-game. Also incredibly great recru- uh, recruiter to get players of that caliber at, at Houston now. Why does he keep getting now? caught? I mean, he's doing what everybody else is doing. Well, he hasn't been caught in a while because I think he's just doing the same things now. And it's well, that's legal. legal. It's legal, yeah. yeah. You're right. You're right. Also, Jay Wright's another one where you talk about Tom Izzo. Jay Wright would recruit his guys. He wouldn't yep. go get every five-star he could. Jay yeah. Wright would get his guys and would win with them. And I forgot about Jay Wright. Again, out of sight, out of mind. Jay yeah. Wright, I love Jay Wright. Yeah, that guy could coach. I mean, he. I mean, he's just phenomenal. He gets that clipboard in your hand. You're like, uh-oh. You missed it. We had a – Ed and I had a great Jay Wright conversation, but I think you were busy with your dookie. I think that's what was going on. I think you had a, a bathroom break and you came back late and you missed all our Jay Wright talk. Because I know you'd have been in on it. I know you love Jay, but I don't remember you talking about him because you weren't here. Sad, Rob. You said all of that to say what, man? It's sad. We give out shovels at 730. What's sad is you, you shut up. Up next, we're still at the castle. Zach, or elevated to D.C. Do you like to move or would you have wanted to get some, uh, some more experience, D.C.? Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Well, uh, I'm sure they see him as a coach. The Baltimore Ravens do one thing. That's Zach Orr, by the way. Uh, they do they do well in promoting from within. They do. Um, and this is one of those opportunities for Zach Orr, a rare opportunity for Zach Orr, uh, a man of his age getting this situation uh, as a defensive coordinator this young. Do you like the move or did you want them to explore outside? No, I, l- I love the move. I, I think it's a great opportunity for him. Um, you know, they talk about players playing with their hair on fire underneath him. Mike McDonald gave him, um, you know, just so much praise talking about the type of player or type of coach he, he is and how the guys respect him. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see him. I, I'll say this, like the Ravens have done a really, really good job at finding decent coordinators one way. Like Greg Roman did what his job was. And I think we got, I think we, we juiced that thing. Like there was nothing left. Mm. Um, and then you look at some of the guys that have left. Like when, when Wink left, I really liked Wink. And as a defensive coordinator. I love him. I thought he was always great for a, a sound clip. And when he left, I was like, okay, but I still think they could find somebody. I think Mike McDonald even, I've said this multiple times, I just think the guy's special. And I don't know how many special young defensive coordinators there are, but when he says what he said about Zach Orr, it gives me gives me hope that they have somebody pretty good here that can follow in his footsteps and um, kind of carry this defense, run it at least. Yeah, um, I, I love it. I, I think it's a great opportunity. Um, you know, Joe may mention that he thinks the younger coaches maybe identify with the younger players more. I think you can have older coaches identify with them as well. You just try not so hard to be one of them. You, see, you know, know what lane you are in. I think you mess up when you try to be them. With with Zach Orr, I think you know it would behoove him to have you know, maybe some older assistant coaches as well because you you always need that. But he's been around the organization for a long time. Uh, and I think the fact that he was a undrafted free agent that made the team, um, he could talk about work ethic. He could talk about hard work. He could talk about putting in the extra hours. You know why? Because he wouldn't have made the team as an undrafted player if he didn't do all those things. Yeah. And, and again, like his story is pretty incredible. I, I love seeing – uh, success stories like this where, I mean, he went through heartbreak. Could you imagine having football taken away from you? And that's your, you, you, two and, years into it. And you start to get really like, you're good. You're, you're, you're a good player and coming up on that possible first contract or whatever. And, and then hearing that 
you can't play anymore because of your, your body's not going to hold up and, and how it could affect you. So now he was a starting weak side linebacker in 2016. We were all excited about his future. I mean, we were talking about him a ton. Like, where'd they find this guy? How, well, you know, like he, he looks impressive out there. Um, but I, I'm hoping that this does turn out to, some, to be something good as a coach, and maybe this is his calling. Remember, he had that uh, interception early in the season against Jacksonville. Yep, to seal the deal against them. It was it's it's good to see, like you said, Jeremy, come full circle. And he's been with this organization. Well, as a coach, he was with the Ravens as an analyst for what three years. Then he went as an outside linebackers coach to Jacksonville, and the very next year he came back as an inside linebackers coach. And he's been here since 2022. Um, get it done, get it done. So it's good to see the young man get promoted. So you think this is you didn't want us, you wanted this over going to someone on the outside. Yeah, I, like and again, especially at this point in time, I'd rather. I thought they had two great interior options in Anthony Weaver and Zach Orr, um, and I, I'm fine with what they've done. Where's Weaver going? I don't know that Weaver's has, has he said he's going anywhere okay. just yet. All right. So he's still probably going to hang around. He's going to hang around. 410-583-1057, that's the number one most big bad morning show on the fan. If you're promoted as a defensive coordinator and someone who wanted the job is still here, you better have a pretty decent relationship to be able to keep them around, am I right? Yeah, you, you, you'd think so. But also, like, there's there's those handshake agreements. I'm sure DaCosta kind of had one. He could have gone on to a bunch of different jobs and knowing that eventually he's going to take over here. But it's it's the opportunity. Like, you can't... It's hard to fault the Ravens for giving somebody that's worked hard on this coaching staff a chance to take over a team, and you're coming into a pretty good defense. Now, I know there's going to be some changes, but we assume they franchise Matabike. Kyle Hamilton, like I was talking to two guys last night at the, at the Green Turtle down in Canton, and they were they brought up, it's like, when you think about this defense, which player do you think of first? Who do you think of first right now with this defense? Oh, I think of uh, Roquan. Okay, so it was Roquan and Kyle Hamilton that they were arguing over, and those were the two names that I mentioned Roquan's clearly the guy because he's that leader. Kyle's younger, but when you look at what Kyle's done the past two years, how are we gonna argue over who I think about first? No, you can't. No, I'm, it's, <laughs> those guys were arguing over who should be the who's the face of the defense. Okay. You think of them. So, but it was kind of cool, like listening to that um, that argument and how they were going back and forth. But you're arguing for a good thing that you've got two guys that you can relate to as being the guy on defense. 410-583-1057 is the number. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. I've often been accused of not putting a lot of things out there that I do uh, on the side. Yesterday, WJ, I didn't talk about it. Hubie wants to talk about it. WJZ did a story about the um, growth of women's basketball in the in the country, mm-hmm. and it came out to Rosedale Christian to talk about it. Hubie in Baltimore, what's up, man? Hubie, is the volume up? Got to get those wonderful pipes of Hubie in here. Yeah, yeah. Would you mess up something over there? I don't think I did. Let's go to him again. You there, Hubie? You there, Hubie? What's up, man? Good morning. Good morning. Hey, Rob. That was a nice segment Mark Viviano gave you. Gave the uh, Rosedale Girls Christian Academy last night. And I would like to have a question directed to you. Who were y'all biggest rivals? That's a good question. We're up and coming, Hubie. Um... When I took over, they were playing in a small Christian conference, and right. some of the schools that you know, um, I don't even know those schools. We got out of that. Uh, we went independent. We're going to join a conference next year, but I'm uh, this year. I'm picking fights. I played everybody. Uh, uh, we played City. We played Lock Raven. We played McDonough. We're going to play Western. We played Forest Park. 
Um, we're playing everybody. We played. Uh, we're going to play um, Roland Park. We played NDP. So I'm I'm right now picking fights and and hoping to establish that rivalry moving forward. Yeah, you really picking fights because they're some tough schools. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we are not doing bad. We were, I'm gonna say we're 15 and seven. 14, 15 to seven, maybe, but uh, you know, hey, not not doing bad. But the reason I like them is they're eighteen and four against the spread. Because you know when Rob's <laughs> at home, he's going to run up the score, so you take the home favorite. This sounds like trial by fire. Uh, yeah, it's got to be. I mean, it's Baltimore basketball, Hubie. It's Baltimore hey. basketball, man. It's it's one of the best in the country. Look, I watched Dunbar all my life, all the way back to the Skip Wise days and the Tony Brown days, all the way up through the. Uh, Sam Cassell days. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we picking fights with everybody. Everybody want to play? Give me a holler. Hit me up on social media. Thanks a lot. We appreciate it. Shout out, man. 410-583-1057. That's the number. Uh, World is stupid at 8 o'clock. Femi Iron Bendagio joins us at 745. But on the other side, you got a shovel for us, Jeremy? Yeah, I got a shovel. I'm going to give it to uh, some parents at a brawl at a wrestling meet. Really? Uh, talk about we've seen this youth sports, um, high school That's sports, ridiculous. and parents getting into fights. I'll tell you about this story. If you have a shovel, give us a call. Give us a text four ten five eight three one zero five seven. Hit us up on Twitter at bbms one zero five seven. The fans shovels next. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. The biggest idiots deserve the big bad shovel of wisdom. Sponsored by Jerry's Toyota. And their exclusive benefits, including free service maintenance for four years or 50,000 miles. Visit Jerry's Toyota just north of the Beltway on Bel Air Road and online at jerrystoyota.com. 105.7 The Fan. Time to give out shovels. If you have a shovel, give us a call. Give us a text, 410-583-1057. Jeremy Carr, who gets your shovel? Some parents at a New Jersey wrestling meet. Got him. A bleacher clearing brawl erupted between parents during a New Jersey youth wrestling championship while the children watched just feet away from the chaos. The disturbing scene ensued at Phillipsburg High School in Warren County. The vid- and there's video of it. Was angled at a match in progress, but captured the moment two men sparked the all-out melee in the school's gymnasium. Following the conclusion of a separate match across the gym uh, from the two men, one donning a white t-shirt and a hat, the other in a black hoodie and a hat, are captured shouting back and forth on the outskirts of the wrestling mat before the all-out brawl just breaks out. I'm talking, there's like 20 people there, man, just going at it in the background while these kids are trying to wrestle. And you know what? Like, just so people know, watching parents fight doesn't ruin you. I've seen my dad fight multiple times. See your dad get his ass whipped. See your dad get his ass whipped, Roach. 
Yeah, that does, but I'm okay. Look at me. I'm doing great. Parents, don't fight. <laughs> don't fight, parents. Coming up, if, what's in my butt? If, if Jeremy is okay, don't fight, parents. My dad beat so many people's asses growing up. I ain't never seen my dad lose a fight. He's lost arguments to me, but that old bastard ain't never lost a fight, man. I swear. He beat the piss out of my grandfather one day. Picked his ass up. That was his stepfather. Picked his ass up. That makes it all right. Slammed him through a coffee table and got on top and just took out all of his. You don't know what you done. And I'm six years old watching this like. What's going on there? <laughs> and I'm A-OK, folks. Ain't nothing wrong with me. <laughs> Go ahead and fight in front of you kids. <laughs> My shovel is 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 parent-oriented as well, parent-related as well. Um, to the lady in the restaurant slash bar yesterday gets my shovel. There's a law in Maryland that if you're not 21, you can't sit at the bar. You can't. When the bartender tells you of said law, you don't. Your response is not prove it. It's the law. <laughs> it's the law. You got Judge Dredd over here. <laughs> it's the law. You know, hey, and and don't sit here. The bartender didn't make the law. She didn't create that law. She would much. Ra- I'm sure she would much rather let your kid sit there, your five year old kid, sit at the bar. Than to deal with your BS. I'm sure she would rather say, you know what, lady, go ahead. But they could lose their liquor license if they allow your five-year-old to sit at the bar. It's not supposed to happen. Don't tell me that bar X, she said the name of a bar that allows her to sit her son at the bar. I'm not going to say the name of that bar on there. You know why? Because they might lose their liquor license if I say the name of that bar. Well, such and such a bar let me lets me do it all the time. Bartender says, I'm sorry for them. But you can't do it here. <laughs> Why is it the law here and not there? It is the law there. They're just not following the law. She sat and argued. Bartender said, Lady, get up before I call the police. Well, it got to that point. Why is that like It got some... to that point? Hey, Jeremy, can I tell you something before you ask the question? There were seats in the restaurant. There were seats in the restaurant area of the bar. But why when somebody tells you they're not allowed to do that, you immediately turn into, and I'll use this term, that you turn into a Karen, right? That's what everybody's calling somebody that's, well, what do you mean? This place, I, I can do that. I, can, I thought it was Linda now. Is it Linda? I thought it was Linda. Isn't it Linda now? Is it a Linda? Yeah. I heard someone could call Linda the other day. Come on, Linda. Really? I thought that's what it was. Huh. I didn't go with the Karen thing because one of my best friend's name is Karen. (laughs) And when I called her a Karen once, I don't remember what happened for like four minutes. (laughs) I can imagine that. 410-583-1057. That's the number. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Antonio from Rosedale. What's up, Antonio? Good morning. Good morning to you. How are you? Good. TGIF. Oh, yes. Yes, sir. How will the Ravens' defense change next season with the coaching changes? And you guys have a fantastic weekend. You have a fantastic weekend, too. I don't expect too many changes 
as long as the personnel doesn't change as much. If Zach Orr is smart, he would employ a lot of the same philosophies because I think that philosophy put those players in their position to to succeed. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, you know, I don't expect a lot of changes either. Um, you know, you're looking at some player personnel things that you could look at, but with the coaching staff, uh, I mean, you'll have some minor changes and things, but like, all right, so Matt Abike should be back after getting franchised, right? Patrick Queen, we He's expect to franchise. Geno Stone, we expect to walk, but like, you look at some of those situations and it's not the end of the world. By the way, my friend Karen just texted. She said, damn, Jeremy, give me a break, bro. I didn't call you a Karen. You did say, you said, I'm going to use it, a Karen. You did say that. But I didn't say I was going to call Karen a but Karen. But you said Karen. You, but that's the term that was used. And the I, only reason why she didn't knock your lights out because she ain't sitting here. You tell that lovely Karen that I didn't come up with that name. <laughs> my aunt's name's Karen. She's scary. And then, I think her husband's scared of it, too. Really? Yeah, she's little thing scary. Mm. Little thing. They usually are. It looks like you could pluck her and she'd fall over, but if you pluck her, I think she'd be yeah, well, I was I about to say I'm too, something else. Yeah. I'm too happy to get into this smoke. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. Why, why are you happy, Jeremy? Give we him got, an update. We got Corbin Burns, baby. <laughs> the rest of the league is on notice. We coming. In case you don't know, Orioles won 101 games last year. What are they doing in the offseason? They get better. Corbin Burns. Mm. We just don't have that kind of... We not you listen, folks. If you're wondering why we are so giddy, because when it comes to our baseball team, we're not used to having nice things. We're not. And can I tell you, like, it's so funny too because people were talking about what they're doing in free agency, and they hadn't done much yet except Craig Kimbrell and uh-huh. some other small things. But uh, you know, Jackson Holidays, this team's going to be so much better next year. You're, you're plugging in a guy that they're telling you has the same type of outlook that A Rod has. How many how many games did they, did they lose last year? Not a lot, man. 59? Or, no, yeah, 50. Is that what it was? For you for you gambling people, Jeremy, what? they play 162. What'd they win? So if they lose, if they win 100, how many did they lose? 62. So if they win 101, they lose? 61. There you go. I thought they won 103. I knew we could do this. Math wasn't knew, my math's not a problem knew, for me. I knew we could do this. The English language is a problem for me. <laughs> math is not. I knew we could do this, man. Shut up, bro. <laughs> so, if you're a gambling person, it was better to bet the odds that they gave you prior to this move. Will the Vegas odds change in your opinion? They should. They should go up a little bit, I think, uh, because when you factor in his war and what he's able to do, it's the pecking order, too, how everything kind of goes down a notch. Now he's your number one. Radish becomes your number two. Grayson's probably your number three. Ben just leaned forward. Ben, did you check the odds already? Uh, last night I saw a tweet. Uh, their wins immediately went up three. I think it went from 88 to 91 and a half. And then the World Series dropped from, uh, I can't remember exactly what it was, but immediately after the trade, the odds changed. So for you gambling people, you blew it. <laughs> you had pretty good odds before. You missed out. Yeah, you you you, you missed out big One of time. the worst things in gambling is getting the bet at the worst number. You know, yeah. you could still win. But then you're upset because, like, man, they had such a better number if I'd have just done it a few days ago. Procrastinating. Yep. Stop lollygagging. You're lollygagging. And you know the other the other part of this, too, is, like, are they done yet? Are they going to make any other moves? Is there something else in the fold, you know? That's a good question. What else could they do? You could still – I mean, there's plenty. You could still add another pitcher. They got a back end of the bullpen guy. They got a front of the rotation guy. And, look, the, the trickle-down effect. Tyler Wells – uh, you talk about uh, 
um, why did I Batista? Well, but not Batista. Um, why am I blanking on the guy? Our uh, setup guy. Uh, yeah, Cano. God bless it, man. This, this head doesn't work anymore, man. So now does as much as I like the the closer situation before, I like that move. That looks even better now that your starting pitching got better. Mm-hmm. Man, when the pitchers and catcher report? Valentine's Day. No, not ma. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> ma. I got you. Valentine's. That's what I said. You said Valentine's. Okay. 410-583-1057. That's the number. World is stupid at 8 o'clock, but on the other side, Femi Iambendagio, former Baltimore Raven, chimes in on where the Ravens go from here. Also, on a new DC hire, Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Hell yeah. 747 in the AM, Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. What is this? This is. You, um, you know it because you said hell dun, yeah. Dun, dun. Here it comes. It's cream. Okay. Me, I was sitting there trying to think of what the band was, and I need to hear the lyrics, and I, I'm trying to go through the lyrics in my head. Yeah. That was in a movie, wasn't it? Well, the, so the Rolling Stones song, that was probably in a ton of movies, but the Rolling Stones song, Painted Black, is in like every freaking well, movie and preview. But yeah, this I think this song comes up in a bunch of movies. Joining us right now, former Baltimore Raven, courtesy of the WGK Law, a guest hotline and friend of the show. He is Femi Iambendagio. What's up, Femi? Hey, what's up, Rob? What's up, Jeremy? I don't know. Is it, is it just the two of you guys today? Just, just yeah. the two of us rolling today. Just the two of us yeah, rolling. Right on, guys. Now, I, you. I, thank you. I, I want to ask you this before we get into all the X's and O's of football. Zach Orr, 31-year-old defensive uh, coach. Uh, he gets the D.C. position for the Baltimore Ravens. Your thoughts on that move for the Ravens? Absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. This dude has been groomed um, in this environment with this culture. He was a heck of a football player. He's intelligent. He's a motivator. The players love him. The front office loves him. I thought it was smart to keep this guy in-house. Uh, he's got future head coach written all over him, so I thought it was the right move. Uh, he probably learned a ton from Mike McDonald, and he's going to keep that same energy and keep that same philosophy and put his Zach Orr spin on it. Absolutely love it. Femi, what, what do you think about the loss of Mike McDonald? I know we're all excited for Zach Orr. I thought the guy was well, – I still think he's a genius. Um, I think he's one of these young, up-and-coming guys. We don't have too many guys on that side of the ball that get labeled that way. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate, you know, but I'm sure that Mike probably figured, like, this is my opportunity. Seattle's an amazing organization. He probably weighed heavy on him. I'm sure it wasn't an easy decision because I feel like he probably has unfinished business here still. But you know how these head coaching jobs go. You know, you don't get too many cracks at that. And you got to strike, you know, while your name is hot. And Not to say that his name wouldn't be hot for a while and not to say there couldn't have been an opportunity in the future here. Who knows? You know, I don't know what Coach Harbaugh's plans are, and I don't know if that discussion even came up. I know Coach has a, a lot of uh, – a lot of gasoline in the tank, so to speak. So I understand the decision. I totally get it. Um, I'm definitely bummed over it. But, you know, Ravens uh, uh, staff members get poached all the time from the front office to coaching. So this, is not, this isn't anything new for this organization to have to deal with. Femi Amadejo joins us. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. All right, Femi, let's go back to the AFC Championship game, my man. We can easily look at the stats and make questions, but you played that game. I, I just, for the life of me, can't figure out how we – get that far away from the run in a game that was competitive throughout, especially six carries by the running backs. Yeah, I, I don't think this game was lost on the field. I think this game was lost before the game started, to be honest. And, and what do I mean by that? Um, the game plan 
clearly either got away from them early or was just completely abandoned. I can't imagine that the offensive staff thought that they're going to take the path of most resistance. They're going to throw the ball all over the field, and that's going to be the recipe for winning a game. When you just saw Buffalo run for 180-something yards pretty easily, and we're the best running football team in NFL history. I don't understand that, um, and I'll say this. I'll say this too, and I know a lot of people aren't going to like this, but psychological warfare. Uh, Travis Kelsey, Pat Mahomes, 100, Ravens zero. They they got in our heads. They were they were trying to punk and bully our kicker. I'm sure those guys didn't like that, but they got completely out of character in regard to handling the motion of the game, and that's why I say that looking back um, in retrospect, that emotion needed to be bottled and channeled in a way that didn't lead to multiple 15-yard penalties, taunting plays. Because Travis and, and Patrick Mahomes, no one looks at them as studs or bullies. But in, in their own little way, they know how to exact psychological warfare. And they did it to a T. They did it perfectly. They played us like a violin quite a bit uh, before that game started. And I think that that emotional energy um, led to some decision-making that was emotional and out of character. And there'll be lessons learned from that. And do I think the Ravens are a better football team? Absolutely. Do I think if they play 10 games, the Ravens win seven or eight? Absolutely. For whatever reason that day, uh, our mistakes from uh, ball security to the path of most resistance, trying to throw the ball all over the field, um, and those penalties really, really left that door open for Kansas City. But I'm very bullish on the Ravens. I think the Ravens are the best organization in football, top to bottom. I think they're the best team from uh, one through uh, 53 on, uh, in regard to an active roster. Now, I don't know what that roster is going to look like next year, but I know those key guys are going to be back. I think Coach Harbaugh is one of the best coaches in the league. Um, obviously, games are played on the field. They're not played on paper. And I'm going to say this. There are so many people that came up to me that doubted Lamar going into his contract last year. All of them, all of them were won over. I had a lady on the street walk up to me yesterday. I'm not making this up. She apologized to me for ever uh, mischaracterizing or judging Lamar Jackson. She apologized. You don't mean apology. You just needed to be a believer, and you're a believer now. Stay on the bandwagon. Keep supporting the team. They're going to be right back here next year. And so this city was completely invested in this team in a way that I had not seen in a, in a really long time, maybe since the 2012 team. Um, and I'm going to say, this is the last thing I'm going to say about this team. In my opinion, this is the best Ravens team they've ever had, ever had, one for 53. And unfortunately, it didn't lead to a Super Bowl. And that's something they're going to have to deal with uh, internally and, and just kind of come to grips with. But um, I thought 2019 was a really good team. I didn't think 2019 was uh, the best team I'd ever seen in regard to the previous Super Bowl champions. But this team right here, this defense, this offense, this coaching staff, this front office, man, it's just it's a hard pill to swallow to know that this team, as constructed, is not going to win a Super Bowl. And I think they were completely built for it. I mean, how much different are they going to look next year, in your opinion, with the salary cap, a bunch of free agents, um, you know, a lot of tough decisions to make about possible cap casualties as well? Yeah, man, it's so tough. Um, I, I know that, um, and I don't know where you guys are, but Kyle Hamilton to me is, he might be the, the most, uh, he might be the most talented defensive player in the league. But when you think about what he can do with the line of scrimmage, what he can do um, at the mid-level and what he can do on the back end. Um, so, you know, he's coming back, right? Uh, I assume Marvin's going to be back and healthy. You know, obviously Lamar. I mean, think about the backfield that we're going to have. I'm, I'm a little bit concerned about the, the rush end position. Um, who, who are going to be the guys, you know, is, it gonna, is Kyle going to come back? Benoit, um, are you going to go back to that? Um, are you going to bring out some of those veterans that you've signed to one-year deals? Are you going to draft somebody um, at that spot? So, yeah, there's definitely a lot of questions. I thought OBJ was a great presence in, in, in the locker room. I thought he made some big plays throughout the season. You know, uh, 
I think to justify the salary, you had to win a Super Bowl. But can you bring him back at a discount? Does he want to come back at a discount? Do they want him back at a discount? So I think there's some character guys in there that um, I, I would love to see back. But uh, it's gonna it's really hard to tell who's going to be back um, and what those cap numbers look like and who's going to get poached once again from from free agency. Which guys are just going to be too expensive to pay? You're not going to be able to pay all of them, right? You got you know you got Patrick Queen, you got Matabike, right? Um, so there's going to be some guys that are, obviously aren't going to come back, but I think core-wise, um, I'm still really excited about what the future holds for them. There he is, Femi Abedizio. Femi, thanks so much for your time on this Friday morning, my friend. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Enjoy thanks, your man. weekend. Femi Abedizio, 410-583-1057. That's the number. Melissa Kim joins us at 830. Okay. But on the other side, we get stupid with Jeremy. Yeah, we've got a lot of uh, World of Stupid uh, fun stories today. So we're going to talk about an escape monkey. I'll tell you what kind of monkey it is when we come back. Anyway, we've got another story here about, did you hear about the, the group of venture capitalists that are starting this new sports? I think Joe sent it to us. Uh, he wants It's the Olympics on steroids. I'll tell you about that. And lastly, we're going to get to some Steven Seagal stuff. He had a song come out, a little Jamaican song. Jamaican. Wait until you hear him and his is he Jamaican? Jamaican? No. <laughs> Jamaican accent. This is cringe worthy, but it might be a banger. I don't know. We'll play it for you <laughs> in the world of stupid. Coming back right here on 1057 the fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.